Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 659, air date June 23rd, 2020. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Good evening. Um, it is 9.38. Today, I'm going to be talking about glutathione. Um, glutathione is something that I've studied for many, many, many years, uh, particularly in the world of plants as well as humans. I haven't done a lot of it in the area of fungi. Um, but uh, a number of you have been asking me over probably the last couple months if I would talk about it. People have known I've talked about the immune-boosting properties of uh, things like vitamin D, the importance of um, people building community, vitamin C, vitamin A, uh, zinc, and iodine. But today, I'm going to really talk about glutathione. Uh, glutathione is an amazing antioxidant. Our body has uh, abundance of it when we're young, and over time, it declines. And um, it's extremely important in the immune-boosting process. As many of you know, um, my background is a PhD in biological engineering, and I've spent most of my time, um, my life, very, very interested in the area of health, uh, particularly in the area uh, of, from a systems approach. I've studied Eastern systems of medicine. I've had the uh, fortune to go to MIT and get four degrees uh, in many different engineering systems field. But in 2003, as I've talked about before, a new field emerged in biology called systems biology. Anyway, people, uh, just to say hello, people are coming in from Amsterdam, from Piscataway, from Texas, from Toronto, um, from New York City. And um, so today we're going to be focusing on glutathione in the larger context uh, of boosting the immune system. So I'm going to walk through um, a little bit of background on Cytosol, which is a technology that I created for my PhD work. Then we're going to talk about, you know, the structure of the glutathione um, molecule. And then we're gonna go into uh, really talking about um, how it works and the different aspects uh, that it affects. Before I start though, I do wanna make a point that um, because of the popularity of our videos, we've been seeing an enormous amount of censorship, uh, particularly on Twitter. Twitter, you know, my follower, you know, I do a lot of videos, I still keep tweeting, and it's quite interesting to watch how the people at Twitter are actually ratcheting down my followers. So everyone um, should recognize that someone like Jack Dorsey, who heads up Twitter, is basically one of the liberal elites. He, um, if you go to his tweet, he talks about how he's given a lot of money, uh, $1 billion, he says, he's given to help COVID, fighting COVID, coronavirus. The guy knows very little about biology. But the bottom line is he's not giving away any money. He's basically evading taxes, just like the Gates Foundation does, just like Hillary Clinton does. These people move money to different types of entities. They get tax write-offs, and then they use their money to dictate public policy when that a billion dollars that he's given should have actually generated around $400 million in tax revenue. So... Uh, and then they get a double whammy. They talk about how great they are to help all the people of the world when they're frankly one of the most selfish people and if anything, control freaks. So Jack, if you're listening, um, you should understand that you're the one who's frankly a racist because you do not want darkies like me, people like me come from nowhere dictating and, and um, you know, uh, not dictating policy, but building a bottoms up movement influencing lots of people. You want to dictate policy. 
you're not giving away anyone's money. What you're doing, you're not giving away your money. What you're actually doing is using your evading taxes and to use yourself to act as though you care for others, but you don't. Uh, anyway, someone from Lynn, 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 Zoe uh, from the Boston area. Good to have you. Uh, Saratoga, Kentucky, etc. As many of you know, uh, before I start, people, uh, if you're new and if you're not so new, it's always I, I, I always cover this to let people know that our, uh, I'm running for U.S. Senate. By the way, our campaign is going well, enormously well. Uh, we're signing up lots and lots of volunteers. We need a lot more volunteers to win this campaign. But those of you who are out there, if you're outside of the United States, if you know people in Massachusetts or you know someone who knows people, please let them know about our campaign. Our campaign is truly bottoms up. It's your donations, which are supporting it. We don't take PAC money. We don't take corporations money. Everything we do is coming uh, bottoms up. That's what we're doing here in Massachusetts. If you're in the United States, let your friends know. I'm sure most of you have someone know. But one of the critical things about our campaign, as you know, it's really a movement for truth, freedom, and health. We want to fight for health. Health means the health of our physical bodies, our infrastructure. We need clean air, clean water, clean food. The way we get to health is true is to truth, where we support truthful science. We really try to figure out what's actually going on in the universe versus making up stuff saying that uh, standardized vaccines are the only way or pharmaceutical drugs. The way we get to truth is from freedom. With freedom, we can actually... Uh, do open debate, open discourse. We can practice a scientific method. We can get to truth. And from truth, we can find real problems and real solutions to get to health. The establishment doesn't want to do that. As, as I've shared before, those of you in the, in the United States can support our campaign. You can directly donate to the campaign. And those who donate get a really cool book called System and Revolution. Uh, for those of you who've not seen it, you can get it online, but you can get it right here. And when you, um, and the book is a great book. I wrote it several years ago, but the book will really teach you how your body is a system, how everything is a system. In fact, it'll teach you all the principles in the universe about systems. This integrates engineering systems theory uh, with medical theory, but it's really a great book on systems. You can read it uh, quickly. It's about 108 pages. And then with this theoretical framework, you actually get to understand uh, how to use that to understand how your body is a system. I've created a very cool tool called Your Body, Your System that you can use um, to, it's a very powerful tool. You can use it for a lifetime. It You can use the questions in this tool to understand what kind of system you are. And then you can use another set of questions to find out. You can use, do this daily or weekly to find out how your body ha has been disturbed from its natural state. The red dot is your natural state and the black dot is Perhaps you didn't get enough sleep. Perhaps you're not eating properly. You'll understand how your body has deviated. And then you can find out how to bring your body back to homeostasis. Okay, there you go. And that's really your body, your system. By the way, those of you outside of the country, you can go directly here and get it. You can't donate to a federal campaign, but you know it's, it's the same um, uh, cost, whatever you want to do. Or you can go right to Shiva for Senate and, and get it there. Okay. So that's uh, what the campaign's about and what you everyone should do to support it. You can also volunteer, but our campaign is really a movement for truth, freedom, and health. But you can see one of the things that's been happening is more and more of our campaigns getting popular, be it on Instagram, be it on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, people are getting very, very afraid of the fact that someone like me who came from nowhere, bottoms up, uh, you know, worked my butt off uh, to earn my degrees at MIT, got my PhD, 
created seven different companies, still do research. Someone like me comes out and actually wants to uh, share the truth from a scientific way, uh, particularly when we look at this coronavirus to really talk about the most important issue. How do you boost your immunity? This is really the issue. How do we boost our immunity? Not talking about drugs or safe vaccines, but how do we really boost our immunity? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And one of the ways, as some of you and I have talked about it, is the importance of having friendships. Um, social isolation lowers antimicrobial compounds, increases infl inflammation. Vitamin D, from which is generated when the UVB radiation hits your skin, your body creates vitamin D3. That creates catholicidins, which are antimicrobials, very important. Vitamin A from the rich carotenoid foods, the dark green leafy vegetables or the purple fruits, your, your thyroid converts that to vitamin A, very important, vitamin A. And then obviously, uh, vitamin C, extremely important, modulating the immune system. And we've talked about zinc and iodine. But today, we're going to talk about a very, very important molecule called glutathione. Glutathione is um, extremely well studied about... 50,000 research papers have been written on it. And what I wanna to do today is to really talk about, uh, from a molecular system standpoint, what is glutathione and how you can uh, appreciate it more and understand the value of it. Now, one thing I wanna share with you is glutathione, um, the typical way, if you go to some really good integrated medicine uh, professionals or centers, you can get it IV. It, if you just eat glutathione, your, your digestive, um, system breaks it down, but there is a precursor to glutathione called N-acetylcysteine, NAC, you can find it in the health food stores, NAC, NAC is very, very valuable. But I'm gonna give you the whole background, you're gonna get a really good, deep appreciation, uh, what is glutathione, what is the molecular structure, and then how um, you know we put all this together. Someone is saying, yes, no one is paying attention to this in all in the medical community. Um, yeah, uh, glutathione, uh, Pamela, Goodman said NAC. NAC is, again, the precursor to supporting the creation of glutathione. So let's start here. So uh, many of you know um, uh, I'm all about creating the future. If you go to my personal website, vashiva.com, you'll notice I talk about creating the future. You can learn about how I created the first email system as a 14-year-old kid. And this is something quite fascinating. Um, the facts about the invention of email bothers um it's, uh, many of these people in the establishment so much because I created email long before I came to MIT. I did it in Newark, New Jersey when I was a, a kid growing up before I came to MIT. And that story bothers the racists who run Wikipedia because that story basically, you know, when, as, as you know, I define racism by meaning not just black or white, but putting people in boxes, which means if you grow up in Newark, um, if you work there, if you're a 14 year old kid, if you're dark skinned, um, you're an immigrant, you're a working class kid, there's no way you could have invented email. You had to go to MIT. Well, the problem they have is I did go to MIT, got four degrees, invented many things, was on the front page and in inventing many different things. But the day the facts came out that I invented email before I came to MIT, that bothers these racists because these racists want to keep us in little boxes. But the fact is you can read about it. I created email and Wikipedia is one of the biggest racist organizations on the planet because they have locked my Facebook page. As my popularity grew, as more and more people began to find out the truth, they have to shun it because the facts are so obvious. That's what bothers them. But anyway, you can, uh, separate from creating email, I didn't just stop there. Uh, I created many other inventions, but one of the inventions I did is Cytosolve. 
And I believe we're also running a very innovative campaign, but it's about innovation is what life is about. But I want to talk today, as some of you know, about Cytosolve is a technology that I created out of my PhD work at MIT, which allows us to eliminate the need for animal testing. And we can use a computer to model diseases, complex molecular mechanisms as a way to figure out what works. Cytosolve creates models. That's what we do. And it's been tested with, uh, you know, gold standard of different companies. We work with uh, um, all uh, very cool uh, natural product companies, helping them figure out how their products work or if they don't work. But it's really a breakthrough uh, technology for modeling immune uh, functions like the immune system on the computer. We call that in silico to discover medicines faster, cheaper, while eliminating the need for animal testing. This is the way that pharma companies create products today. In fact, vaccines, by the way, don't even follow this process because they're outside of the regulatory process. But typically a new compound is discovered. People do a lot of stuff in a test tube that's called in vitro. Then we kill a bunch of animals. This takes around six years. And then before you can go to human testing, which is called phase one, phase two, phase three, you have to allow, the FDA has to give you allowance that you can show that you're not gonna hurt humans. And then, you know, this takes around 13 to 15 years, $5 billion, a lot of time goes into this. And frankly, 20% of the medicines out of phase one only make it, which means a lot of the discoveries could have occurred here and they didn't. By the way, vaccines don't even go through this regulatory process. They're done without regulations. And by the way, when drugs come out of here, you can actually sue the pharma companies with vaccines, you can't. And the problem is pharma is failing, as you can see in this graph, increases in R&D spending, they're finding more, they're less and less new drugs are being approved by the FDA. Here's another dramatic graph of the same thing. This is how much more and more pharma companies spend in funding. And in fact, because of the side effects, um, pharma's failing. That's why they're looking to vaccines, because vaccines are unregulated in many ways. So um, in 2003, something important happened when I came back to MIT was this phenomenon was taking place. Around 2003, we found out we only have 20,000 genes. We have the same number of genes as a worm. A worm has around 100,000 genes. I mean, sorry, a worm has around 20,000 genes. When we started the Genome Project in 1993, we estimated we had about a half a million genes. It went down to 100,000 in 1990. Eventually, it turns out, when the Genome Project ended, we only have 20,000 genes. And this was a big conundrum in biology because people had always thought genes are the determinant of your health. If you have this gene, you, you're gonna get this, this difficulty. Well, it turns out that's not true. So what ended up happening was people realized, well, wait a minute, if we have the same number of genes, something else is going on. So that led to this very interesting field called systems biology, which said, if you want to understand the whole human being, it's not just the genes, it's the genes, the proteins, the cells, the tissues. You have to integrate all of this. Basically take a whole systems approach, which is what traditional systems of medicines were always about. But one of the challenges that came out of this effort was, could you mathematically model the entire human self? This was a nucleus which had the genome, the gene material. Turns out, because that's not the only important thing, could you mathematically model all these uh, interactions in the, in, the, in, in the cellular level? So I came back to MIT in 2003, and I created a very powerful way to do this called Cytosolve. If this blue circle represents a cell, 
I said the cell is composed of many different molecular pathways, each of these little small reactions, and it would be too complicated to model this together. I said, let's break it up into smaller models. And then Cytosol was some mathematical technology that I created for my PhD work, which let us integrate all those in real time. And I published an important paper on this. But what I'd realized, what Cytosol really allows us to do is to take compounds, mine existing paper, uh, pharma was essentially working at pharmaceuticals work on this, but we could go this way, do everything on the computer long before we even did cell testing. And this is, by the way, how airplanes are created, okay? And this created a new uh, capability uh, called Cytosol. But uh, so what we have the ability to do is we have the ability to extract literature in a field, mine that literature, understand the mechanisms, and really distill that information. So that's what uh, I want to talk about today. So um, two of the things I want to talk about are going back to the immune system, which I talk about. In fact, this is what we should all be talking about. And it's really reprehensible that at the national level, or for that matter, at the scientific level, it's all about vaccines, 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 or creating safe vaccines, like these very fraudulent uh, people like the Bobby Kennedys are out there about running their little foundations, manipulating people. They endorse Hillary Clinton. They're the not so obvious establishment. But the truth is, we should be really focused on boosting the immune system, boosting the immune system. So let's talk about that. Um, there are two aspects of uh, the immune system we need to understand. So first of all, let's understand that, let me go back to this, that um, the important thing to understand here is that the targets for, the, the targets here, there's two different things we need to understand. There is the virus, the viral life cycle. We need to understand that in terms of treating target infections or virus infections, how does the, what is the life cycle of a virus? And then how does the host, which means you, your immune system respond? So there's two aspects here. If we go to the viral life cycle, so if a virus comes into you, what is the process that virus goes through? Well, first the virus enters, then it starts replicating its blueprint called RNA. And then it, uh, wraps around the virus, it creates its virus membrane inside you, and then it does the virus assembly and it exits. So let's let's look at that in detail. So first is, for example, in terms of coronavirus, here's the cell in pink. Here's a blue over here of the virus, okay? And the virus typically enters, first thing it's got to do, enter your cell. That's what it's doing here, where it's like a lock and key. The spike proteins, which are these little blue things sticking out, must land on a receptor on the cell. In the case of coronavirus, it's called the AC2 receptor. It locks and it, it connects, it, it key goes into the receptor and it's able to then enter into, this is called viral entry into the cell. Step one, once it enters, it releases its RNA, which is basically the blueprint for creating itself. So here RNA, which is a green here, starts replicating and starts producing pieces of its RNA. So this is step two. Then it has to reassemble itself. That's what it does here, repackages itself, and then it has to um, transport out over here. So this is a four-step process, how a virus works. Enter, replicate itself using your Xerox machine, which is your ribosomes, then reassemble itself and exit, four-step process. So obviously if we could, the whole goal here, just to keep in mind, the goal here is Viruses are coming into us all the time. You have about 380 trillion viruses in you. So if it's all about the viral load, 
if you're able to keep that viral load down, then your body is strong. You know, it, you may get a sniffle or this, you may get a little sick, but your body gets stronger. But if the viral load goes out of control, that's where you start having problems. And particularly if you have a weakened immune system, your body starts attacking itself. And that's the second part of this, which we're going to talk about. That's what we call the host immune response. So the host immune response, which means how your body reacts to that virus, involves A, it trying to inhibit immune cell activation. And the second is inhibition of the cytokine storm. So if you, if you start having an overreaction, then that's called a cytokine storm. And if you don't inhibit that, that's going to affect you even more as well as the immune cell activation. Okay. Those are the two things, but let's, let's go into glutathione now. So let's talk about glutathione. Glutathione is, as I mentioned, is an extremely important antioxidant. You have it at high levels, very high levels when you're young. It's in some ways a youth molecule. And as you age, it goes down. Does not mean you can keep it at high levels. In earlier research that I did on genetically engineered foods, which I've talked about, you can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com, that website. Um, in genetically engineered foods, what my research showed was that genetically engineered foods have less, particularly soy or corn, have less glutathione than the organic foods, which means they don't have as many antioxidants. That's something important to remember. We, we did that in a series of five papers. But let's go over to glutathione so you can understand it. So remember I said there's the viral life cycle, stops viral entry, stops viral replication, viral membrane disruption inhibits viral particle assembly. Glutathione stops, it really is good at stopping the viral replication in the viral life cycle. In the host immune response, glutathione is very good at stopping the cytokine storm. So it really affects one very important part of the four-step process in the life cycle. And by the way, this is where remdesivir does, which is a drug, but this is not a drug. Your body naturally has it. When you have it at high levels, you're stopping this. And then it actually stops uh, the cytokine storm. Remember, um, this is why older people in Massachusetts, for example, the average age of someone who died of this coronavirus was 82. And by the way, the life expectancy in Massachusetts is 80. Clearly, as you age, your glutathione levels drop. That's why you're not able to fire, uh, fight off viruses. So it's really about a weakened immune system when we get back to just basic physics and science here. So this is the, the um, picture of the glutathione a molecule. OH means oxygen, hydrogen. Um, th this is a double bonded O group. This is uh, you know nitrogen uh, plus two oxygens, but it's a long chain molecule but glutathione has a sulfur group. This is sulfur and hydrogen, right? It's one of the most important aspects. This, it's got nitrogen, but it's got the sulfur uh, molecule here. But this is literally the, the glutathione molecule. It's an antioxidant. You notice it's got a bunch of double bonded O's, double bonded O's, double bonded O's, double bonded O's, one, two, three, four. This gives it a really powerful antioxidant property. So what does glutathione do? First of all, it's what's called a tripeptide three peptides. Why do we say that? Because it's got one NH group there, another NH group there, and a third. That makes it a tripeptide. And it's a tripeptide consisting of three amino acids, cysteine, glycine, and glutamate. I'll repeat that. Cysteine, glycine, and glutamate. So those are very important to have in your body or in your nutrition to be able to produce glutathione. Okay. It's a widely researched molecule. Over 50,000 articles 
are, are about in the scientific literature. That's why I find it amazing that throughout this entire discourse on, you know, coronavirus, no one has really brought this up hard. Um, I've been focused on a number of other things. I wanted to talk about this, but I wanted to get you into the basics before I went into this. And I've told that to a number of people, but it's wildly researched molecule, 50,000 articles written in the scientific literature. It's a most abundant antioxidant in your body. And for me, this is also somewhat personal. You know, my dear mom died of a horrible disease called pulmonary fibrosis. And I, it, I learned out many years later that had I known about this and had we, could we have given her IV glutathione, it could have reversed it. Because what happens is as you age or if you're exposed to pollution, your body uh, starts oxidizing itself, basically rusting, creating oxidizing species. And um, as particularly in your lungs, as those levels go down, your body can't protect itself or your lungs. So your body then becomes fibrotic, which means it starts putting uh, very, very fibrous tissue to protect itself. But it's really because of low glutathione levels. Very, very important to remember the value of glutathione. Um, it's found in plants and animals and fungi, bacteria and archaea bacteria. And it's involved in the regulation of various metabolic pathways and essential for whole body homeostasis. Remember, homeostasis, if I remember when I talked about your body, your system, that red dot is your homeostasis. So glutathione, which means letting you be you, which means let, letting you basically um, be your healthy self. All right. So, so glutathione is very, very important for all these things. Now, what are the biological functions of glutathione? Well, first of all, it, it's, it regulates oxidative stress. It detoxifies. It's really, really very valuable for your liver for detoxification. It enables protein folding. Protein folding is a very important function that supports many reactions throughout your body. It, it's, it's a regeneration of other antioxidants, vitamin C and E. Uh, it supports energy metabolism. Anti, it's an antiviral defense. And it regulates cell proliferation and cell death. Two of the most important things involved in cancer. In cancer, what happens is to remind you that cells that are supposed to die don't die. And cells start proliferating when they shouldn't. Regulating that is extremely important. As you can see, glutathione is extremely important for regulating both of those processes. And obviously, we'll talk about it affects immune response. So I hope that makes sense. Glutathione is a very, very powerful molecule. So how is glutathione created? So remember, as I talked about, you want to, if you're taking the proper nutrients, your body will make glutathione. Now, it has a tendency to redu reduce, you know, make less of it as you age. So um, it's really important to watch this part of what I'm sharing with you because you can really understand how your body makes it and what you can do to enhance that supply. So there's two reactions here, this reaction and this reaction. So for, let's go to this. So, so it's basically a two-step process. So glutathione is here, glutamyl, cysteine, glycine, which is GSH is glutathione, okay? This is glutathione, GSH. How is it created? Well, first of all, cysteine and, gluta cysteine and glutamate come together and in the presence of ATP, which is the energy molecule, your body will pr produce gamma glutamyl cysteine, okay? Gamma glutamyl cysteine. So this is the first step process that the formation of gamma glutamyl cysteine, but it comes from the two products, cysteine and glutamate. So you gotta have this. Then from this, in the presence of glycine, 
this is where GH, in the presence of GH, GSH synthase, and again, ATP, this phosphorylation, um, your body will produce gluta, um, glutathione, which is gamma glutamyl cysteine lysine. Okay, that's what glutathione is, GSH. And obviously there's a regulatory process. You don't wanna keep producing too much of this. Your body also knows how to inhibit and regulate this process, all right? But it's synthesized from these three amino acids, cysteine, glutamate, and glycine. So I, have, I hope that's clear. So you need those three amino acids to produce glutathione. It's a two-step reaction process, okay? Um, two steps are involved in making glutathione. So obviously, as you can see, as you age, your energy produ produ production gets less, which is ATP. So you, stop, you start producing less of it. Now, um, now glutathione um, is utilized. So it's metabolized. It's, it's used up. It's used to neutralize reactive oxygen species like hydrogen peroxide and lipid peroxides. Now, why am I telling you that? If your body's undergoing lots of stress, if it's under constant stress and all sorts of even pollution, okay, your body's under what's called oxidative stress. And when your body's under stress, your body actually makes these molecules. So if hydrogen peroxide and lipid peroxides, these are not good. This is causing aging, it's, it's rusting your body. So more glutathione gets used for this. And if you don't replace it, well, you're gonna get depleted. And then your body doesn't have the use of that in other important parts of your body. Now, glutathione is used, that's by the way, GSH is glutathione, is used in the liver to remove external internal toxins. So again, if you have lots of toxins, if you have lots of, you've been exposed to lots of poisons, your body uses up lots of the glutathione. My mom's case, she, when she first came here, we worked, she worked in a factory where there's lots of these dust particles lots of these fibers, so, um, you know, which hurt her lungs. And I'm sure her glutathione levels as a result of that were severely depleted and she worked, you know, um, very hard. So this is important. If your body is using glutathione to remove toxins, you're gonna also deplete it. Next thing is glutathione is also utilized to maintain cell growth and cell death. It's very important in the growth of cells and making sure cells die properly. What I said, in the, in, in, when cancer goes out of haywire, again, uh, glutathione is a very important nutrient to check in on. And it's also utilized to maintain mitochondrial function. As you know, uh, if you don't know, the mitochondria, every one of your cells has a mitochondria and your body needs mitochondria to support its energy production. Um, so mitochondria is extremely important to support energy production, okay? And so glutathione is one of the most powerful things in that process. So as you age, if you have less depleted glutathione, you, you know, you're not producing as much energy, you're not able to process much toxins, and this is why all these diseases set in, because you have depleted glutathione levels, among other things, but glutathione is extremely, extremely important for all these processes. Now, getting to the coronavirus, COVID-19, the big fear-mongering scam, as I've talked about, yes, the virus exists, but the amount of fear-mongering that's gone on, it's quite amazing without talking about how to boost the immune system. As I've said, you know, when you build community, when you have friendships, you actually boost the immune system, but no one talks about that. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy, 
who wants to educate you on that. You want to get educated on this because I'm sure they're going to do the quote unquote, the second wave so they can further take away our rights, further destroy economies, further destroy small businesses because they want the big guys to succeed. That's the politics of it and further push mandated medicine. And this is why I, I want to share this with you. But uh, this is a paper that just recently came out. It's by Alexei Polonikov. And it basically says endogenous deficiency of glutathione as the most likely cause of serious manifestations and death in COVID-19 patients. Let me read that. Endogenous deficiency means inside of you as the most likely cause of serious manifestations and death in COVID-19 patients, okay? Well, that's why this explains as you get older, this is why the average age of someone who died of COVID in, in Massachusetts was 82 years old. The average life expectancy is 80. As you age, glutathione level goes up. So you have a deficiency of it. And this was in the paper. One of the important aspects here is looking at the clinical symptoms. What appears is, and you start looking at GSH levels, what you find is patients with moderate and severe COVID-19 illness had lower levels of glutathione, which means of that antioxidants and higher reactive oxygen species. Okay, ROS are those uh, uh, molecules in your body that build up when you have oxidative stress. And then it says glutathione deficiency and oxidative stress signs in patients with serious disease manifestations, okay? So patients with moderate and severe COVID-19 illness had lower levels of glutathione and higher ROS and ROS GSH ratio in plasma than patients with mild disease. So more uh, oxidative species, ROS, clearly indicating glutathione deficiency and oxidative stress signs in patients with serious disease manifestations. So just interpret that. So the people who had uh, uh, COVID-19 illness, which means who died or uh, very ill, had low levels of glutathione and high levels of reactive oxygen species, which means you didn't have proper glutathione to be able to clean that up, okay? Glutathione is like a detergent that eats up, that eats up reactive oxygen species, all right? And by the way, anyone listening here, everyone go on Twitter, retweet this video, share with everyone how Jack Dorsey and Twitter, they are the racists. That instead of promoting someone like me who, who's a scientist, has all the degrees, they actually are squelching my speech on the internet. They're squelching others finding about it. And meanwhile, Dorsey wants to help all the dark people of the world with his money. He's not helping anyone. He basically is taking money that should be going into the taxes, creating his own foundation, getting tax rights off of it, evading taxes, and thinking he's the new missionary, okay? He's like the new uh, uh, papa gonna save all of us. But that's what these guys are. They're the real racists, the liberal elites. So let me go back to this, but it really, really concerns me that um, you know they're doing this to real science. This is what should be talked about. Now, that so so how does how does so now you understand um that how does you know uh this is a gsh is a powerful antioxidant right it's a powerful powerful antioxidant right and what we've talked about is you know lower synthesis of gsh due to insufficient consumption of fruits fresh vegetables and fruits natural source of glutathione again fresh vegetables and fruits natural source of glutathione that's why it's important to eat those foods. An increase in 
GSH depletion is due to age, which we talked about. Endogenous glutathione progressively declines. Chronic disease. If you have uh, GSH levels are low, low, and for example, people with cardiovascular disease, respiratory diseases like my mom had, and metabolic diseases, smokers. Cigarette smoking is known to deplete the cellular glutathione pool in the airways, exacerbating oxidative damage and inflammation. So I just want you to look at that and you'll see how much glutathione is important for all of this. It really, really, it, um, it really, really uh, goes down if you have, as with age, and if you have, you know, chronic disease and smoking. And by the way, if you remember, old people, people who had pre-existing conditions, and people who are smokers were the most susceptible to getting not only this virus, but for, for that matter, any virus, okay? And we talked about this paper here, right? Now, how does, how does, how does glutathione really uh, serve as an antiviral? Okay, how does that actually work? I've shown you how vitamin D does that. So let's get down to the mechanisms. And we did this uh, through doing a cytosol analysis. First of all, it, 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 it basically reduces the viral replication. It inhibits the cytokine storm and it enhances vitamin D availability. It does three very important things. It reduces, uh, it reduces the, the viral replication, which we'll just talk about. It'll inhibit the cytokine storm so your body doesn't overreact and start killing itself, and it enhances vitamin D. Let me just remind everyone, vitamin D, as I shared in one of the talks before, is one of the most important molecules uh, which we your body manufactures when you're proper sunlight. That's why in the winter months, we have to supplement with vitamin D3. You've got to get a lot of the fatty fish, like the mackerels, the sardines, those kind of things. But if you can't get that, you got to use a vitamin D3, or you get it from the sun in the, in the summertime, and when you get the sun, the sun hits your skin and it creates D3. By the way, if you're dark like me and others, you need more sunlight. This is something that people don't know, African-American blacks, uh, we need more sunlight, brown people, people of color. So um, in that case, your body produces vitamin D3. The vitamin D3 through a series of reactions creates a molecule called catholicidins. Those catholicidins are extremely powerful. Uh, someone just said, how much D3 levels? Well, you know, there's ranges, about 60 to 70, you know, uh, units uh, at the nanomolar uh, level in your blood. And you should uh, look at it. It can vary. It's not any hard and fast rule. If you're more stressed, you may need more. If you do more different activities, you may need more. I typically take around 5,000 to 10,000, you know, in a day. Obviously, if you get a lot of sun, you don't have to take as much. But uh, you should have your D3 levels checked out. But uh, so what one of the things glutathione does, it enhances vitamin D availability, right? So if you have proper glutathione in the winter times, you're not getting as much sun, you're getting less D, vitamin D, it'll make use of even the sunlight that you get. So let's look at this. So this is how it reduces virus replication. So here's a virus entering into the cell here. And remember, once it enters a cell, here it's the, the, the remember the virus starts using your machinery to start, that's what the blue little sticks here, it starts replicating its, it starts replicating uh, its RNA, which is its blueprint, right? So it can make more of it. Now watch what GSH does right here. GSH literally uh, inhibits the protein synthesis and the replication of the virus's RNA. That's what this 
little um, red sinus with this uh, hammer at the end, it stops it, okay? So GSH really promotes a reductive environment, uh, which means a, not an oxidative environment. If you think about the word as oxidation as rust, the opposite of rust uh, is a reductive environment, which means it cleans it up. And so this reductive environment inhibits viral protein synthesis, which means it stops the virus from synthesizing itself and it stops the viral protein folding, okay? So the virus basically is inhibited from replicating. So at the net of it, it's the inhibition of the viral protein synthesis and the folding leads to reduced viral replication. So it inhibits two processes, viral protein synthesis and viral protein folding. By stopping those two processes, glutathione reduces the amount of virus that can be replicated. Okay, so that's a very, very important way that glutathione works. It goes and inhibits the viral replication. It's not stopping and getting in, but it stops a very important process from it replicating itself, which is important in keeping the viral load down. Now, here's the other thing that also glutathione does. It inhibits the cytokine storm. As many of you know, I've talked about before, it's not the virus that's killing you. It's not the pathogen. We have all the viruses and pathogens all around us. When they come into our body, in the natural course, your body will turn on the innate immune system, the interferon system, the uh, you know, your gut microbiomes engage, your adaptive, and all of these beautiful systems come together. But if your immune system is weakened as you age, thyroid's not working right, pre-existing conditions, your body sees a virus and it not only tries to take out the virus, but these virus particles typically land in different parts of your body and it actually overreacts, overreaction of a weakened immune system. And that overreaction uh, in the case of the coronavirus overreacts and it attacks your own lung epithelial tissue, okay? But one of the things glutathione does, it modulates that cytokine storm. We talked about this vitamin C does something very similar, antioxidant, right? Antioxidants modulate that cytokine storm. It's like putting shock absorbers on your immune system so you move better, okay? So what you can see here, that's what we see happening here. So it's the inhibition of the cytokine storm. So here's the cytokine storm and um, reactive oxygen species. These are not good things. ROS is, is the opposite of SOS, okay? It's not good. ROS creates alveolar inflammation, which means inflammation in your lungs and it creates a cytokine storm. Well, GSH, what GSH does, and we'll talk about NAC, what GSH does is GSH blocks this, it blocks ROS because when you block the reactive oxygen species, guess what? It cannot uh, execute the uh, uh, cytokine storm. So this is something very, very powerful that, that, um, that um, GSH glutathione does. It, um, because the oxidative stress and, pr pr and production of reactive oxygen species are the hallmark of viral infection. So just think about that. The more oxidative species that are being produced, that's what happens in a virus infecting you. Your body is creating more of these ROSs, reactive oxygen species. And the ROS leads to the cytokine storm. So GSH inhibits ROS leading to controlling the cytokine storm. So here's that process. So here, we see GSH inhibits viral replication here. We see GHS blocks off ROS, which stops the cytokine storm. The third thing, as I talked about, is it enhances vitamin D availability. Now, glutathione deficiency increases ROS, 
and ROS down regulates these um, uh, three genes, CYP27A1, CYP27B1, and BDR. And these three genes are necessary for vitamin D absorption. Um, and if you don't have it, you're gonna get to vitamin D deficiency. And vitamin uh, deficiency leads to reduced antiviral activity via catholicidins. Remember I talked about the more vitamin D you have, you create these molecules called catholicidins, which are literally blow up the cell walls of bacteria and fungi and viruses. So vitamin D creates catholicidins, but if you have GHS deficiency, you have more reactive oxygen species, which downregulate the genes that support the creation of vitamin D. Now, supplementation of GSH and its precursor, this is what I want you to uh, hear. This is N-acetylcysteine, NAC, and that leads to the restoration of vitamin D deficiency and its antiviral activity. So if you wanna take a supplement to support glutathione, go look at N-acetylcysteine, N-A-C. N-A-C is a precursor, which is a cysteine, N-acetylcysteine. Remember you need cysteine, glutamate, right? We talked about that. And glycine to make, to make glutathione. But N-acetylcysteine, which is a form of cysteine, is an amazing supplement which helps you create glutathione. Now, the other way you could do it and, um, you know, I used to do this once in a while. If I uh, had gone on long trips or I was feeling that something was coming on, or if I knew I was exposed to stuff, you can get IV glutathione, IV glutathione, vitamin C, very, very valuable. They boost up your entire immune system, really give you tremendous amounts of energy. They're anti-aging also. So I recommend that you look at N-acetylcysteine. That you can buy at Whole Foods or wherever you want to get it. If you don't want to support Whole Foods, go to your local Whole Foods. Uh, health food store, NAC, which is a precursor, which lets your body make glutathione. Now, obviously, as I mentioned, great way to, you know, the fresh fruits, the fresh vegetables. Um, but in summary, um, what you want to really understand is that, 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 that the glutathione is very, very important for these three things to reducing viral replication. As I mentioned, it blocks off protein folding Two inhibition of the cytokine storm, all right? And enhancing vitamin D availability. So the key takeaway is that when your body's under stress, it creates reactive oxygen species, which, which are oxidizing species. Well, how do you stop that? Antioxidizing agents, glutathione being that. So glutathione is a very, very powerful um, uh, antioxidant. As I shared earlier, it occurs in all different things. And what I also shared just by way of example, um, several, I think back in 2012 and 13, I published a series of six papers showing that when they do genetic engineering in plants, there's less glutathione within plants. So you actually have weaker plants. It's a whole nother talk you can go see on truthfreedomandhealth.com. Anyway, let me see what other questions there are, but I hope this was helpful um, to, for you to understand as the deep state as the establishment tries to push nonsense on us, we should start boosting our immune system. Let's build community, good friendships, you know, valuable friends, support that. By the way, we are hosting a barbecue, big barbecue here in Massachusetts. You can go read about it. I'll, I'll tweet it out again. You can go to our website under events that we really wanna bring people together.
Um, and it's going to be a great barbecue. Everyone's invited. Uh, if you know people in Massachusetts, go to our website, sign up for it. In fact, let me show you where it is because uh, I see people asking about it. So if, if you literally go to shivaforsenate.com and uh, you have a chance to go right here to the website and you simply click, uh, oh, you can go two things. You can go take action events right here. If you go to events on the website, it says Dr. Shiva Truth, Freedom and Health Barbecue. And you go right here. And then if you click on this link here, you can go get your tickets at Eventbrite. Go right there and please sign up for the tickets. About 20 bucks, great music, great food. Um, everyone join us. So that's going on here in Massachusetts, in Cambridge. I look forward to seeing you all. Let me see if there's any other questions we have. Um, now you know Dr. Shiva invented email. Um, oops, someone said, uh, let me find this. Uh, he also got his doctorate. He knows systems. Great to know. Yep. Thank you, Eric. Um, let's see. Health food shops. Uh, someone says I'm taking, uh, glutathione, uh, uh, post COVID, uh, should I? Yeah. So someone's asking, should they add NAC? Look, um, so again, you should do your research on it, but if you can get NAC, your body will use that to make glutathione. I'm not sure you're taking glutathione, but most of it from an efficiency standpoint will get eaten up in your gut. Depends on the form you're taking of it. Uh, if you want to take glutathione, IV, intravenous glutathione is a very, very power, powerful way to do it. Someone said take vitamin C with NAC to prevent kidney stones. Yes. So again, um, you know, all of these at high levels have issues. If you're prone to it, again, check with your doctor. This is not a medical advice thing. This is to teach you from a systems approach. Um, someone said, is peripheral neuropathy a cytokine storm? Very interesting question. You know, I'm going to do, if people want a whole talk on myelin, demyelination, I'm, I'm about to help someone out with this, but, um, vitamin D3 deficiency goes, uh, uh, is very closely connected to demyelination. Demyelination is the source of things like neuropathy. So yes, look, if you have reduced amounts of vitamin D, reduced amounts of vitamin A, C, all the things that your body's immune system is fundamentally the operating system of your body. You take care of the, look, all these diseases people talk about, neuropathy, this is that disease. It's a very dumb way of looking. Medical doctors are some ways given some of the most horrible training. From an engineering system, you understand that the, the, the immune system is like your operating system. When your operating system is functioning well, all the applications work well, your cardiovascular system, your respiratory system, et cetera. But when your immune system is shot, you could have, based on your genetic proclivity, different issues on any one of the subsystems. Sometimes people call it cancer. Sometimes people call it Alzheimer's, et cetera. But your immune system is the key to all of this. That's why we've got to boost the immune system. Let's boost the immune system, build community, boost immunity, okay? Um, you can check out Glutathione Authority on Facebook. Love to chat, someone said. Uh, this is a very interesting question. Um, can you talk about idiopathy? Is it true that the known cause to such diseases? Yeah, mystique priestess. Look, um, idiopathic diseases, that's why they called you know pulmonary fibrosis, what idiopathic, means it's sort of the word idiot is in there is that the doctors actually don't know what's actually causing and the reason they don't know is because most doctors um 
unfortunately are not taught to treat the body as a system. If you look at the body as a system, what you realize is that the immune system is a key. So, you know, look, there's so many ways to, the complexity of the body is vast, but if you go to fundamental principles, it's about the immune system, immune system. Uh, someone said, I think you, you, you're talking about ubiquinol. Okay, ubiquinol is a precursor to CoQ10. Uh, I, I'm sorry, ubiquinol is downstream of CoQ10. Your body, you can take CoQ10 and your body will make ubiquinol. Now, if you take ubiquinol directly, you uh, stop a bunch of those steps. Ubiquinol, uh, a very, very powerful, uh, you know, for cardiovascular uh, support. It supports antioxidant work. Uh, very valuable, very beneficial. I, if you want, I'll do a whole talk on CoQ10 and ubiquinol. Let's talk about the next one. Uh, someone said the American Medical Association must be destroyed. Definitely. <laughs> a whole discussion we can do on that. But the AMA basically enslaves you, but they also enslave a lot of doctors. There's a lot of good people going to medicine and those doctors are manipulated, taken advantage of, and not really... Uh, you know, supported in what to do to help their patient. Um, someone said, uh, what did they say here? Uh, yeah, someone, uh, uh, we're talking about AIDS. Um, someone said, can I donate to your barbecue? Oh, that's great. Thank you. Well, um, you can tell your friends to go to the barbecue. If you need, want your body, your system, Alex, you can go directly and get that. Um, but uh, uh, if you're not a US citizen, you cannot donate to the barbecue event, but please tell your friends and you're welcome to fly here too. I don't know how bad it is uh, to come here these days, but please come. Uh, how about turmeric? Look, turmeric is a multi-dimensional tridoshic, as we say in the Ayurvedic system herb. Um, I'll do, if you want a whole, lecture on that. Um, by the way, those of you who are interested in learning more about turmeric or any of the other things I do, um, I suggest I'm going to share with you this because uh, a number of you are asking about this. But, you know, as you know, uh, when I came back from India, I mean, when, after I did my PhD, I went to India to do work on Eastern systems of medicine. And then I really was able to understand the interconnect between East and West. And when I got back, I, I started teaching a whole series of courses at MIT called Integrating Eastern and Western Medicine. And that became the basis of what I call Systems Health, which is an online university that I've created. Some of you are taking this course, but I have a whole detailed course. I've taught this course all over the world at different centers, but you can actually take one of the course called Foundations of Systems Health, which is a really cool course that you'll really understand all the ways that systems theory works. Uh, you'll understand your body as a system. You'll understand how you can apply it to political systems and you'll get the book, you'll get a certificate. It's, it's a formal program. You'll get access to the systems health portal where you can help other friends. Um, I do monthly calls. Uh, we do email support. We do uh, community forums coming up. We also have a master's degree type certification program where you can take the basic courses you can understand systems biology, uh, Indian medicine. Um, you can understand a whole bunch of different ways that herbs work from an Eastern perspective and a Western perspective. And that's, uh, for example, you can understand how turmeric works, but this is a really cool program that all of you are invited to explore. It's at systemshealth.com. Um, and I encourage you to explore that. It's a whole 
sort of university education. I have coronary heart, uh, oops, I missed that one. What is best for this? So one of the things, you know, I will do a whole uh, series of, uh, uh, oops, I missed that. Uh, so if you want, I can do a talk on this, but it's, 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 it's not just a simple thing. But if you start thinking about most of these diseases as the following, when your body's immune system is in good shape and you have the proper amount of antioxidants, your body just stays in homeostasis. Now, as you age, as you do things to your body, your body is always trying to protect itself. Now, coronary disease is caused when your body starts putting out plaque or calcification to protect its walls. And some of the areas you need to look at is, is your body you know, acidified, okay? Which means the alkalinity or the acidity of your body. The other piece that people need to really look at is again, glutathione levels, antioxidant levels in your body. And there's a host of formulations, uh, particularly using electrolytes, vitamin C, and a whole set of things that um, in many, many instances has reversed coronary heart, heart disease. And what I will do is I will do a session on the different types of chemicals, particularly chemicals, meaning supplements that really support this. I'll do a whole class. Uh, I'll do another lecture on this. Okay. Boost immunity. How long does glutathione last in the system? Look, um, if you get the IV version of glutathione, typically people are doing that if they have serious disease, are doing that typically once you know, to twice a month. Uh, if people have cancer, people are going in multiple times a week. Um, uh, it depends on your level of depletion. But again, food is a very important way. As uh, I talked about the NAC and acetylcysteine is very, very valuable for this. Okay. All right, a lot more questions on magnesium. So um, those of you listening, I mean, this was my response that I wanted to do to people who had wanted me to do this um, talk on glutathione. If, if those of you are listening, you can email me at vashiva at vashiva.com. Someone said, would love a talk on heart disease. Yeah, look, um, I can do these different talks. What I'm finding is that many of you have really enjoyed the cytosol, the molecular systems talks. So I want to at least do one a day on this and then also do uh, a, you know, a political talk. So my goal is to do one of these in the morning or in, in the mid-afternoon on some medical issue and then do it with myself and guests on a political issue. I mean, obviously they're related, they're very closely connected. Anyway, I hope this was valuable. I uh, uh, wanna, again, ask each of one, each one of you uh, to support our campaign. And uh, yeah, so someone said they have pulmonary fibrosis. I highly recommend you check out IV. Is that Christina Matner? Talk to your doctors, talk to um, people to really look at glutathione. IV, you need a much, you, you, it, it, it has to be IV glutathione for something like what you have. I would really, I wish I had known about it before my mom passed. It would really have had, as the more and more I uh, uh, looked at it, it would have had a prof profoundly positive effect. Someone said, let's talk about the contact tracing scam. That I'm gonna do that tomorrow night. 
Uh, I've been putting together the work to show you really the entire scam of contact tracing. It's going to be a multi-billion for some people, you know, uh, along with the vaccines, a trillion dollar industry and all brought to you by a lot of evil people, the Clintons, the Gates, the Zuckerbergs, the WHO, the CDC, the CPC, all these very, very uh, greedy people who just want power, profit and control. Anyway, everyone, please, uh, in closing, remember that our movement for truth, freedom and health has started here in Massachusetts. The campaign I'm, I'm running for in Massachusetts is not just a campaign, you know, to uh, to win a Senate seat. It's really a campaign for truth, freedom and health. So everyone go there here, you know, check out our campaign. You can volunteer um, here if you want to support us in that way. Very, very welcome to that. You can also go donate to the campaign. You can donate whatever you can. But um, for those of people um, who want to get the book, please take advantage of that. It's system and revolution. Take advantage of your body, your system. And, and I think we've been talking a lot about homeostasis. Look, when I built this tool, it turns out you can answer a set of questions to find your body's homeostasis. And from that homeostasis, in this case, a red dot is here, your red dot will move around. You can figure out how you're deviated from that. This is when your body's under stress or it's off kilter. And you can figure out how the right input of foods, the right input of exercise can bring your body back. It's a very cool uh, computational thing I've created, which integrates Eastern and Western medicine to figure out who you are, how you're off and how to bring you back to you. So those of you out of the United States, you can go right to your body, your system. Those of you who are within the United States, you can support the campaign and we give this to you. It's online. You get it, you know, literally within hours or 24 hours. So anyway, I hope this has been valuable. Uh, I enjoy doing this. But please email me at vashiva at vashiva.com. Um, our campaign is going full steam. So I have a little more time now as we've gotten our machinery in place to get back on track to do these science talks. I'm sorry I was a little bit delayed with that. Plus, please send me your ideas. We'll be doing one a day on an issue that you find valuable and important to you. Anyway, thank you very much. Be the light. Keep up the fight. This is Dr. Shiva Iduray. Thank you.